Welcome, boils and ghouls, to Handle Whiskare. We are a horror podcast presented by the Slashing Cast Network discussing horror movies and the phobias they emphasize. Throughout the month of December, we've been celebrating the holidays and sleigh season with a number of different Christmas horror features. And, you know, last week we had a little bit of a change up. We did our first like double feature, really, yeah. uh, with our original versus remake discussion as we had talked about Silent Night, Deadly Night uh, and its remake Silent Night. And, you know, like I, I was very happy with both of those movies. I think both of them still hold up very well. And tonight... You know, we're kind of in familiar grounds. We're doing that same sort of ordeal. But tonight we're talking about Black Christmas released in 1974 and its remake that came out in 2006. Also, Black Christmas. Uh, and I, I can't wait, Holly, because, you know, when you talk about the Christmas horror staples, Black Christmas Black has Christmas. kind of always been the top pick for a lot of people. Right. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about these. I just rewatched. Well, I think I feel like I watched the 2006 version when it first came out, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, but I hadn't seen it in a long time, and I hadn't rewatched the original in a long time either. So it was a lot of fun to watch those again and and compare them. <laughs> I had a lot of fun doing Silent Night, Deadly Night last week. <laughs> I, I I don't know if it's one of our better shows, but I know that I I just had a ton of fun, and I ended up watching. Two and three as well. Mm -hmm. Oh no! Wait. Yes. Well, no, watch I watched three. four too. <laughs> I watched four, and I haven't watched five. And four, which was the one that's in like New York with mm -hmm. the reporter, that one was a really good movie, but it had nothing to do with Silent Night, Deadly Night. It was kind of fucking insane, but it was still good. But I digress. <laughs> Today we're talking about Black Christmas and how awesome it is. <sighs> Uh, yeah, like it's it's gonna be a nice. It's it's a good change of pace because you know I rewatched the original last night on Twisted Tuesday, uh, and then we watched Bloodbeat, which was like one of the most random fucking movies I've I've ever seen in my life, and it's it's available to stream on Shudder as part of like their Unhappy Holidays uh, category. Uh, along with some of the other ones, and the best way to describe that movie is. Uh, you know, plot-wise, uh, you have this family who's getting together for Christmas. There is this samurai spirit who has this connection oh. with, like, the the son's girlfriend. She climaxes when the samurai kills people because, you know, killing is the sexual release. And I, I don't know how else to describe the movie. It's, and so it's weird. Is it, like... <laughs> Like, to, like she's she's somehow uh, psychically connected to the samurai, or is she in the room where she's killing people and and getting off? Uh, well, she was like having sex with her boyfriend while the samurai was killing Danes, and uh, she was climbing. Oh, so both. I uh, get it. Yeah, but you know, like the mom has like mind fuck powers, <laughs> and like it's just it's just like a, a ton of like random things, and like there's really terrible like glowing effects with like lights and stuff and it's just like what the hell am i watching i it was weird <laughs> sounds like it sounds like a lot of fun too so but what I, what i will say is you know when i was watching this of course you know like i record and i also like when i'm on my computer i use earbuds and you know since i'm the one hosting like the watch party 
Uh, I, I was listening to the synth that opens this movie, and it was like piercing <laughs> my eardrums. It was so loud compared to like literally everything else. It's like, okay, guys, you, I get it. Just you got to tone it down a little. So I definitely had to dial it back like almost the 50 percent. Yikes. Uh, on uh, on my mixer <laughs> during the intro of that because it was it was not pleasant. That is unfortunate, but hey, you got through it. That's all that matters, and you made it here so that we can talk about <laughs> Black Christmas. I'm a little sleep deprived because, as you know, I'm used to Pacific time, mm -hmm. and I'm currently on Eastern time, mm -hmm. and that's a little bit of a mind fuck. But I'm here, sleep deprived. I got my glass of wine. I'm ready to talk about Black Christmas. All right, so... Uh, Do you want to pick a favorite first, or should we just, like, try to plow through? I'll do a similar structure to what I did last week, uh, except in this case, I can't do one of them because uh, there wasn't any to talk about. <laughs> because, uh, you know, these are both slashers, but uh, not a lot of not a lot of TNA in these uh, or really any. Some. I mean, in the new one, there was that one sex scene. There's, well, actually, the, there's I, like two. There was like the shower the scene, but like the original, like doesn't really have have anything. Uh, but. You know, I want to talk about Billy, who is the killer in the oh, movie good. and also the remake. And mm -hmm. there's a pretty stark difference in regards to the information that we actually get about the killer. Because in the original, you really don't know a whole lot about him. You know, what his motives are, what his sort of backstory is. And the remake uh, basically, like, really went out of their way to incorporate that into yeah. the plot. Uh, so in the 74 version, uh, you know, we, we see like glimpses of Billy, mostly of like his hands or his eyes. Uh, so even like a lot of his physical traits aren't really shown on the camera. Uh, right. And we know through like his uh, his phone calls to the sorority house, you know, he's kind of like gotten the, the moniker of the moaner. Uh, after he like phones in uh, leading up to this killing spree. And, you know, it's implied that, you know, Billy had once lived in the sorority house uh, that he's targeting here with his parents. He also had a younger sister named Agnes. Agnes. And <laughs> there are some like really key things that happened in the remake uh, that didn't happen uh, in the original. You mean like the super <laughs> evil mom that has sex with her son? Yeah, that was yeah, significant. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then I'm, I was really confused about, okay, so in the original, like, there's mention of Agnes on the phone, mm -hmm. and, and maybe I didn't catch everything, uh, but, you know, there's a whole of like, don't tell him what we did, Agnes, don't tell him what we did, Agnes, so you get the impression that maybe Agnes is a sister, and that maybe, yeah, some inappropriate sexual should happen. But then in the remake, Agnes, Agnes is his sister daughter, which <laughs> yes. then doesn't make any sense. And so I don't know. I I did have strong opinions mm -hmm. about everything. <laughs> so let's take them one at a time. Where do you want to start? Well, uh, getting back to Billy, uh, you know, mm -hmm. he he's referring to all of his female victims as Agnes in the original uh, you mm -hmm. know, we don't really know what the motives are. And, you know, we had, like, a little bit of backstory uh, that was recorded by the director, Bob Clark, that was attached to one of the documentaries uh, that gave us a little bit of a background, like, a lot more than what we were actually given in the original. Uh, 
telling us basically like you know billy was mentally unstable uh, he was the son of two parents uh whom he had murdered on christmas eve and he had locked his baby sister agnes in the basement uh but she would later escape and would eventually like go to the police uh which meant that billy got sent off to the psychiatric hospital uh which you know we we do get to see uh the psych ward in the remake, uh, because they kind of, like, do that whole, like, retelling of his backstory, you know, they do the right. whole tease of, like, oh, why don't you go ahead and poke your head in there and see if he's still alive, because it's kind of like that, uh, like that urban legend, uh, which makes a lot of sense, because the whole, like, oh, the the call is coming from inside the house is, like, the, like the babysitter trope uh, that's yeah. kind of, like, been around since the, like, early 50s or 60s. Right, and I didn't really, um, we didn't really get that as heavily in the remake as we did in the original, which, you know, that was, I, I, you know, hats off. That was such a really intense scene uh, to, you know what's coming. It's even sort of, you know, uh, it's, what is the other movie called? Str- a, a Stranger Calls? Yeah, When right? a Stranger Calls, yeah. Right, so you, you know what's coming. You, it's, it's sort of, you know, already, you know, ripping off something else. But it was still so effective, and I actually really missed that in the remake. I really one of my favorite things in the original was just uh, there's that scene very very early on in the movie where uh, Billy is calling, and he's he's you know he's he's having this this really uh, he's giving this really gross sort of performance, and the camera's just going from face to face of every single um, young woman that's in the in the house, and just like their their fear, their disgust, and and their their helplessness. And I thought that was, it was, I thought that was really powerful. I really, really liked it. And you can really, it just makes your skin crawl, which usually like just, you know, a nasty voice on a call doesn't usually make, you know, do that for me. But yeah, man, 1974 really had that going on. Well, this was also at a time when, uh, and you know, they even, you you have to compare and contrast with the time in all the movies. Because in the original, they were trying to trace the call back to where it was coming from. Right. And, you know, in the remake, they're just, oh, yeah, look, we got to call their ID. So we exactly. know whose cell this is coming exactly. from. <laughs> you know, what's interesting, too. So in the remake, they're um, very much so the town is still happening, right? Mm-hmm. So very much so there's the police involvement. There's um, there's a neighborhood watch sort of thing, like the vigilante group that's going around, you know, um, looking for for the killer and so there's a lot of interaction with the community whereas in the remake they sort of go into this uh um how do you call it just uh they're just really separated from reality and they're really separated from from their surroundings so like everybody's gone around there the power's gone uh what else is happening uh nobody can get in or out uh it's it's it it's definitely a different approach, but I, I kind of respected both of them, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and my, and then of course having the sorority house, this gigantic house that's nearly impossible to secure because it's so large and old and there's just windows and tiny little rooms and tiny little places. So it's virtually impossible to secure the house and there's always people coming and going. So even if you were, were to try, there's going to be a legitimate reason for somebody to be walking around at all times. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, a, that added layer of, you know, we're just, entirely vulnerable but in two different ways right so one still amongst the community and then the other one completely isolated so that was uh i thought the remake did a lot of really good things i i was um i was happy to watch it yeah you know you go from like the complete unknown of the origin uh in the yeah. original to 
being fed all of this information in the remake about Billy, where you do have that very clear picture of who Billy is. Uh, and in the remake, you know, Billy was born with this rare liver disease that turned his skin yellow. Uh, you know, he this was someone who was psychologically and physically abused by his mother. Uh, you know, his father was, like, really the only, like, good person in his life. And, you know, he would try to pamper him and, you know, mm-hmm. make sure to bring him happiness, despite the fact that, you know, his mom... Uh, basically told him, hey, you know, the Russians shot down Santa, so Christmas is canceled, you're not getting any presents, you know, all all of that stuff, and, you know, the mom's just an <laughs> asshole. Uh, Color an asshole is such an understatement. <laughs> She's so evil. And then she, I don't know, like, even that really evil person was, uh, still had her honey with her, like, so she kills the husband to be with the, the lover. Yeah, and the it's new just, lover. <laughs> I'm like, how did this lady get two, not one, mm-hmm. but two partners? Yeah. That's amazing to me. Yeah, so, I'm too nice. I'm just way too nice. <laughs> what I'm thinking, I could go, I could get away with a lot worse, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, so uh, Billy's mom and her new lover uh, murder the husband with a claw hammer, uh, which of Oof. course, in true horror villain fashion, Billy witnesses at a very young age while he's hiding underneath the bed, uh, which you know is one of like his favorite hiding spots uh, in more than one scene in the movie, uh, and. The mother ends up locking Billy in the attic so that he couldn't tell anyone about what he had seen. Uh, so, you know, fast forward, uh, and, you know, the mom's just really upset. Like, she's not able to conceive a child with her new lover, and she just rapes Billy uh, and becomes yep. pregnant. And that's when we have the birth of Agnes, uh, so the sister-slash-daughter of Billy. His sister-daughter. <laughs> and it's just like... You know, despite being inbred, you know, she's kind of, like, treated just completely normal. She's treated like a queen by the mother. She's getting all that love and affection that the mother just, never gave Billy. I, I just love the way they beat that little, uh, the actress, that little girl. Like, they, they put makeup on her just to make her look completely off somehow. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ooh, Agnes is going to have a tough one. She's going to have a tough time of it. All right, Agnes. <laughs> Open your presents. Yeah. Oh, and all I could think about it was like, uh, uh, here's mom smoking nonstop. Mm-hmm. Let me get you some milk and cookies because you're my cookie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Jesus, put down the cigarette, mom. <laughs> nope. Oh, and, uh, you know, Billy would later escape the confines of the attic and attack <laughs> Agnes. Uh, basically <laughs> strikes her in the face with a knife. Uh, he rips out one of her eyes and eats it in front of the mom. Uh, and, you know, Billy would go on to impale the stepfather's head with a sharpened, uh, like, Christmas decoration. He wraps Christmas lights around yeah. the mom's neck before he That's bludgeons right. her to death with a rolling pin. And then, you know, to, add, yeah, to add further insult to injury oh, after uh, after this, yeah, he, he basically makes flesh cookies out of his mother's corpse. I think chicharrones <laughs> would be more accurate since it was cookie Cookie pressed, cookie cutters into her skin. Yeah, there we go. I found the words, too. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the whole time they're doing like the hospital backstory. <laughs> you know, you have the guy uh, like handing off all like the Christmas blades, uh, you know, on Christmas Eve. And, you know, he like drops the plate down and is like, you know, tastes like chicken. And it, that's because it is. And it's just like... <laughs> Like, what sort of slap uh, are you guys serving here? 
I mean, the original is what's certainly more psychological terror, whereas the the, uh, the remake just went uh, way more on the slasher end, which I appreciate. I mean, it's it's a big it's a big tall order to try to remake a, a classic like that. So to go, you know, what do you call it, a Technicolor all with it, it, it made sense, you know, you know, quite literally with you know that that skin disease that made him they made him yellow. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what was up with all the eyeball stuff? I feel like I want to rewatch it and make it into a drinking game. Like whenever there's any eyeball stuff, you just got to take a shot and then hope you don't die by the end of the movie. Cause there's a lot of eyeball stuff. Well, I mean, he, he stabbed Agnes in the eye and ate it. So, and then she did that up there. Yeah. And then she hung eyeballs from the tree. I don't know. It was, it was a lot of eyeballs. Yeah. Almost felt like you were watching a jolly. (laughs) That's right. Okay. So, you know, when we're talking original versus remake, you know, we got to yes. talk about the kills because the body count yes. is uh, more than double in the remake. Right. You got to and, and, you know, when I'm going over some of the kills, you're going to notice, hey, T, uh, there's a really long list compared to the other. And that's because of that reason. So in the original, <laughs> you know, we have the plastic bag suffocation. Uh, we have the hook to the face. Uh, mm-hmm. We have the glass unicorn horn stabbing. Yeah. Fantastic. That's also in the remake. Uh, we yep. have uh, we have throat slit in. You have fire poke stabbing. And, you know, there's there's a couple of them that kind of happen in more than one kill. So I, I didn't differentiate them because uh, there is a lot of like plastic bag suffocation uh, yeah. in. Those are that, ran- that random little girl that we never get to see that we just know that is killed in the park. Mm-hmm. That's probably that's probably that's probably Billy's though, right? Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, he he killed the girl in the park, but you know, there's just a couple of things that are off screen, so we don't really know uh, mm-hmm. the way that it all went down. But in the remake, we have just a plethora of uh, different kills. You know, we have calligraphy pen stabbing. Uh, mm-hmm. You got candy cane stabbing. That uh, was my favorite. Yeah, ripping out eyeballs, hammer bludgeoning. You got the tree mm-hmm. topper through the eye. Uh, rolling pin bludgeoning. You have the, uh, the, the garden cultivator stabbing to the back of the head. You have decapitation, mm-hmm. icicle uh-huh. impalement. There's like so yeah. much, and I'm, I'm I'm like halfway. Uh, we have ice skate oh. scalping. You have the glass unicorn horn stabbing. Uh, much like in the original. Uh, you have bone saw dismemberment, uh, which we don't right. fully get to see, but you know the the coroner yeah, yeah. he he gets it. Uh, you have neck snapping, defibrillator, face frying. That was a good one. And of course, you have the Christmas tree topper impalement. Yeah, the final one. That was, that was great. <laughs> so, so you know, a pretty pretty good mix of stuff. And you know, I have to say, like the gore definitely does deliver in the two thousand and six release. And Compared to the original, the kills are better in the remake. Right, and then you get that uh, flaming baby carriage falling through, like the in between the walls of the house, which was a, a really nice visual that I appreciated immensely. But can we talk about Agnes's upper body strength? Because that was kind of fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you're taking a drink, I'm like no, uh, let's think about this. That- she lifts a, a grown man through an attic door. With her bare hands. Mm-hmm. I can't even do one pull up. <laughs> it must be that it must be that inbred strength of Agnes. Oh, I think you might be right. Like what what other explanation could there be? 
I don't know, horror movie superpowers, for or, sure. Or maybe it's the fact that, like, because she was the figure, she's like, well, people are probably going to treat me like shit, so I need to do something. So she's like, you know what, I'm just going to get swole. You know, she's going to start putting in the work. Now, if anyone <laughs> no, starts to give her shit, you know, she's going to fight back. It looked like all she was doing at that a song was putting, or a do, or an orphanage was putting lipstick on dolls, which I don't know how that gets you swole, but... <laughs> You know, that was just one scene. Who knows what happened the next day? She decided I mean, to pick up true. a copy of Jane Fonda's, you know, workout video. <laughs> <sighs> but, you know, I have to say, like, with the original, there are just moments in that movie that are perverse in, like, so many different ways. You know, you have the whole conversation with uh, the, the, the drunk co-ed. <laughs> In, oh, in, right. in, in the original, uh, wherein she's having this whole conversation, it's Barb, uh, about this certain species of turtles that can fuck for three days without stopping. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. she's, you know, she's claiming that, you know, she's lucky if she can get three minutes with the guys that she's been with. Uh, and she even went, you know, she sought out these turtles at, you know, the <laughs> the zoo or the aquarium or wherever they had them at to, to watch them do the deed. But, you know, she didn't stay there all three days. Uh, <laughs> so she went to go watch zebras fuck because, you know, they only last 30 seconds. And the whole time I'm just like, wait, what? Like, what the hell is going on in this movie? Well, she's trying to make that, uh, that dad who's looking for his daughter feel uncomfortable. And mm -hmm. she's fighting the patriarchy and she's just a rebellious person in that way. And I feel like that's something that the the remake sort of didn't even shine a light on. And that was giving the the girls different personalities, mm -hmm. right? So in the remake, you know, they, they're just average, middle of the road, um, semi, you know, mostly nice girls. I mean, they're, they're nice girls. I'm just saying like, you know, they're a little sassy, but they're mostly nice. And then they get all get killed. Whereas in the original, there's just different dimensions to the different girls. They just have a little bit different backgrounds and a little bit different personalities. And, you know, it just adds to the, you know, the reality or not the reality, but it, it just lends credence. And then, of course, you have the whole um, uh, abortion debate mm -hmm. and then the boyfriend who's a you know concert pianist or wants to be. And it's just, yeah, it's good. You know, it, it's it adds dimension. Whereas in the remake, it was like, you know, straightforward slasher. And that's what they were going for. So whatever. But, you know, just saying. Yeah, like in the remake, you had the uh, the the cheating boyfriend, uh, mm -hmm. and you know the girlfriend actually had the sex tape that the guy made with the blonde, <laughs> and then in the original it was the whole, you know, abortion, and uh, the guy eventually was just like, you know, fuck this, I I don't want to do this anymore. Let's let's start to settle down. You know, you you can just stop doing whatever you're doing. So, you know, we can just move on with our lives. Yeah, and then the baby. chick's like, uh, yeah. no. <laughs> but yeah, he really wanted that baby. Jeez. Yeah, yeah that was, that was uh, pretty intense too. So, and I don't know if that was some sort of like nod to, um, you know, like one of those like unwritten sins that, characters commit in movies that make them vulnerable to getting attacked which is you know being too promiscuous or just you know in this one sense like you know supporting like you know choice although i do so i hope i don't get killed but you know that was i thought that was i thought that was really cool and interesting and then the new one you don't have any any of that although you do have a shit ton of glass unicorns that are just coming out of nowhere yeah, you know, as soon as, soon as uh, the glass unicorn got gifted into Raybick, you're like, all right, I know where that's going. I know where going. that's going. <laughs> <laughs> Chekhov's unicorn sculpture. I like it. 
Yeah, you know, you don't mess with the unicorn, you get the horns. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, you earlier you were talking about uh, the phone calls. And, you know, there's a pretty stark difference in regards to the conversations that you get uh, in, in regards to the original versus the remake. You know, in right. the original, they're more drawn out. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with the fact that they're trying to keep the killer on the line. Uh, both mm-hmm. of them do stay true to the fact that, you know, they're unsure on whether or not it's only one person because, you know, you do have right. a lot of, like, voice changes going on and, you know, Billy just kind of, like, mimicking uh, other people or just from things that happened in his life. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot more perversion in the original when it comes to that. And, you yes. know, because he is targeting, uh, you know, these sorority girls, you know, a lot of it is hypersexualized in regards to what he wants to do to the girls and what he wants the girls to do to him. Uh, where in the remake, you don't really have that. It's more of uh, the parroting of conversations that Billy had heard uh, in the right. sorority house, which is also true with the original. Uh, but mm-hmm. you just you don't really have that perversion uh, level in the remake. So it's it's a, it's a little bit different, but I felt like a lot of that just had to do with the fact that, you know, since he already kind of like went dark with the backstory and, yeah you know, Billy getting raped that they're like, OK, we kind of we kind of like drew the line at that. And then they like pulled back. I don't, yeah, I kind of I, I best I preferred the original in that case, just because there were there were and there were several scenes where I couldn't tell what he was saying. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was just so intensely creepy that it didn't matter. In the original, you could hear, you could understand everything, and then you're you're trying to like piece it together. You try to understand what's going on, but I feel like it, it, it almost soothes you a little bit because you can't understand what he's saying. Whereas in the original, the fact that you can't even get a hold of him of what he's thinking and what he's saying made it a little creepier, and um, so I prefer the the original, mm-hmm. the original dirty phone calls just because they're 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 just way more effective in my opinion. <laughs> And the rates would have been a lot cheaper. Oh yeah, compared for sure. to what they would have been in the two thousands. <laughs> uh, okay, so outside of that, uh, we I'm trying to think of where to go with this because you know we talked about the phone calls, which is one of the big things. I think the mm-hmm. sound the sound editing of the original is definitely something that stood out to me on the rewatch because it, it reminds me so it's like any time a door opens. Like, it reminds me of, like, playing Resident Evil on the original PlayStation because it's, like, so profound <laughs> anytime something is happening on screen <laughs> where you know, you know exactly what's happening and, you know, you got those point-of-view shots, uh, which aren't as pronounced in the remake. It's more <laughs> it's more of, like, the, uh, the, the, the creeping through, like, the, the bathroom tiles when he's checking out the, the drunk chick in the shower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking to myself, can you really get that good of an angle from a tile that's this big? I don't know. I don't know. My suspension of disbelief went right out the window at that point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was in the bathroom and I'm looking at the the grate on the floor. I'm like, maybe, but there'd have to be like a like a person sized space underneath that grate in order for somebody to get an angle. It's just it, it didn't work for me. Although I did like the idea of like just being able to poke your finger through a little hole and displace a, a tiny little tile. Although if he'd been doing that the whole time, he'd have to go back somehow and replace them. I don't know. You know what? This this whole thing, this whole story's falling apart. <laughs> well, you, you know that's the other thing too. Like how many loose tiles were there in the in the bathroom? Uh, probably like four. 
but I can't remember exactly now, but it was way too many. Yeah, but it's like, in, in what, it, what are the, what are the chances that, like, all of the girls wouldn't be at the house for him to, like, go to the surface and, like, find out, like, sets up a camera. Okay, what's the best <laughs> angle to work with here? Where's the prime position? That's just too, too much work. That's too much, man. What are you talking <laughs> Shouldn't you be making creepy phone calls? Jeez. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I, uh, let's talk about Agnes some more, because Agnes' character was just batshit crazy, which, of course, everything is batshit crazy, but mm -hmm. it, it was just insanity. Like, who is that? Is that Billy or is that your brother? No, that's my daddy. And I'm like, Jesus, Agnes, mm -hmm. being too creepy. Yeah, and, and I know that's your job. And that's the thing, too. You basically had Agnes, who was just... Kind of like a voice in the background of the phone calls in the original to a more fleshed out character in the mm -hmm. remake where, spoilers, there's more than one killer. <laughs> and who who could have seen that come in? And, you know, the, the other thing, too, that I really like about the remake is just the fact that they they have full use of the house. You know, they, they not, of course, they use the attic because that's where, you know, Billy right. was kept. Uh, but they also use the crawl spaces underneath the house. They also use the walls of the house. <laughs> and, you know, I, I know you really enjoy that scene with the, the flame in uh, baby crib. But all I yeah. can think of is, like, I do not want to be in that situation where I'm in the walls yep. And there's just no room for you to really move around, and you're just banging on the walls. Hopefully, that uh, someone on the other side could just punch the hole through so you can get through. I'm just like, nope. Don't want to deal with it. Yeah, that's the good part. You know, it's all creepy and narrow and, and old, and, and that should the whole house should have gone up. Yep. Just got to throw some more paint thinner on there. You know what? I was uh, rewatching the, the the original, and I don't know if you want to talk about this already, but I forgot about the ending. I forgot how open ended that ending was. Mm -hmm. What'd you think of that? Uh, that's more of well, I'm not gonna say it's more of a thing of its time because this was in '74, so it was a, before a lot of like the slashers coming into play. Uh, so it really kind of like opened up the door to see more of that. But I feel like I I, I know there were other endings too, and I'm trying to remember what what the other ending of it was. Let me see if I can find it really quick. Look it up as I uh, talk about how I enjoyed that uh the the ending of the original. How there's like maybe a cop standing outside, mm -hmm. but she, but um but Jess is all alone in the house and she's asleep, and I think she's been given a sedative, so she's even worse off. But they haven't found all of the bodies in the attic yet. And at the very end, there comes Billy again, you know, with another phone call because things haven't ended for him. Like, it's still just moving forward. And it's just like a little bit of a pause, a little bit of a break in his killing spree. So that was extra creepy and awesome. I like that ending quite a bit. And it kind of opened itself up for, for sequels. But I'm not sure if there were any. I've never actually looked into that. Nope. No sequels. All right. Somebody had dignity. Nice. Good job. Black Christmas. I am browsing the internet. Okay, let's see. That's not the one I want. My sister's so nice. She did little care packages for us. Like, I feel like I'm at an Air, uh, Airbnb. Mm -hmm. And uh, she left a little hand lotion that I'm applying. Not too bad. All right. Why am I not finding it? Do you remember what that, a little bit of what the ending was, or not at all? 
Okay, well, here here's one of the things. In the movie, like, Billy really only makes that phone call after he's killed someone. Oh, you're right, because I guess he takes down the very first girl. Yeah, the girl the in a park. Bag. Oh, the girl in the park. Mm-hmm. I guess that was the very first one, is that right? On his way back from the asylum? Yep. Okay. So that basically tells you that he's killed again uh, at the end of the movie. You mean like Jess, like he killed Jess and that was it? I, I, she, she, I was the only one left. She killed her boyfriend by accident too. Well, not accident, but yeah, that was also sad to see that uh, here's a guy come to help her out. Although, of course, they had their trouble, but um, she took him down. And he probably wasn't expecting it, so that's how she got to do it. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, like, I feel like with Black Christmas, at least compared to some of, like, the other, uh, you know, holiday horror movies, I don't think it really embraced the holiday as much as some of the other movies that we've already talked about, too. You know, it's mostly just sort of like, you know, you have the decorations, uh, you know, bits bits of the soundtrack, but, you know, you don't really, you don't have too much Caroline. I mean, you do have that one scene, but it doesn't really, like, lead to anything. It's mostly like, hey, what the fuck are these kids doing out when a girl was just murdered in the park, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and you get, like, the other, just get these kids in the van now. <laughs> She's like, okay, gotta go, kid. Yeah, like, have, have, haven't you heard what happened? It's a small town. I'm sure the new news has already traveled at that point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But apparently, that was not the case. <laughs> and then, of course, there was, uh, I, I mean, I have to mention this, because there, there was another Black Christmas released in 2019. How was that one? I don't think I've seen it. Uh, Is that uh, the Kira Knightley one that we were talking about? No, that's, that's Silent Night. Oh, silent. Don't, <laughs> completely, don't. Uh, completely unrelated. Uh, but there was released in 2019 a Black Christmas. It was rated PG-13. That didn't really have anything to do with Black Christmas at all. Hmm. It was just one nope. of those situations where, like, some people want to call it a loose remake, but there's really oh. n- no connection. Was it good? Not really. Not really. It, okay. It, it, it did like the the. The only thing I like vividly remember about it, and I know it was more like of a uh, like a feminine uh, horror movie, but there was kind of like this Mean Girls esque scene where uh, the sorority or whatever like get back at one of the frat houses with oh. the, with like one of their uh, I can't remember if it was a musical number. It was something to do with like their talent show or whatever, and I really enjoyed that scene. Uh, but outside of that, I just remember leaving like. I was confused because I had assumed, you know, they were going to at least have some sort of connection, but there really wasn't one to begin with, so. Ah, that's unfortunate. And it's unfortunate that people are still doing talent shows. <laughs> no luck yet on the... On the that's, let's let that one go, then. Oh, well. And these were endings to the original. Okay. Yeah, I can't find it. I know. I, I could have sworn they had another ending to it. Unless I'm thinking of the remake. Maybe. I like how, um, shoot, I forget the, the lady's name, but one of the sorority girls in the original played the house mother in the remake. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty nice. I was like, oh, sweet. Okay, so the remake has a couple of different versions. Uh, there's one where Billy actually dies on the operating table as the doctors uh, try to revive him. Okay. Let's see. 
know, this is just showing me like what's completely different on the DVDs and stuff. I don't need to know about extra shots. I just want to see alternate endings. Hey, Bob. It's not Bob, is it? <laughs> nope. Robert? Is it Alex? Nope. Glenn? Yep. Oh, awesome. Of course, you had to give me a gigantic yeah, clue first. Yeah, there, I mean, there was only two names. Well, okay. Because I actually, <laughs> well, the, I think the director of Inside, which we're doing next week, is Alex. And then there was a Robert and then and then a Glenn. All right, look at that. Well, there's, Mystery solved. There's two directors of Inside. Oh, I missed that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Julian and Alexandra. You could, have been, you could have been named Julian. I could. You could be a Julian. <laughs> Yoga. <laughs> You're like, no, absolutely not. I'm talking to my mother about this. Yeah. I I don't think so. Uh, but you know, in the, the <laughs> in the in the original, uh, you know, a lot of it too. You know, you kind of have like uh, the the red heron of the the boyfriend. You know. And it, I, I think it's a lot more pronounced in the original than it would be with the remake, despite the fact, you know, right. that they have the whole sex tape being out there. It's in the known. I mean, I I don't know if that would be enough to, like, set the guy off to suddenly want to just murder all the sorority girls. <laughs> but, you know, Peter, you know, that guy really, really wanted that baby. Like, I, yeah, I, I think that's definitely a father. I, I really feel like that would be a lot more distress on an individual <laughs> than the alternative. I feel like not a lot of guys respond that way nowadays. <laughs> well, shit, let's just give everything up. Well, it's like, oh, you want you, you, you're going to finish college? None of that. You you want to kill our unborn baby? All right, I'm just going to kill everyone. Jesus, you know, take it easy. There's no middle ground. You know, he just snaps. And, you know, that, that's the other thing, too, uh, in the original. You know, there's a lot of discussion about at what point, like, Billy reaches his breaking point. And, you know, there was a discussion about whether or not uh, the initial sass from one of the sorority girls. Barb. Uh, you know, on that initial phone call was, like, the thing that set him over the edge. <laughs> Nah, I'm pretty sure Billy's just going to do what Billy's going to do. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I mean, we talked about how he'd already killed somebody at that point, right? right. The little girl. I mean, that is true. And, you know, I don't I, I really laughed at the whole like neighborhood watch scene because, you know, you got the two old guys like kind of like creeping in through <laughs> yeah, the kitchen window. Please. <laughs> It's like, oh, you know, don't worry. There's going to be a ton of people coming around here tonight. And it's just like, you're not really helping them feel safe by saying no. that, <laughs> you know? Just like, oh, great. We got a couple of old geezers, both who have rifles out here trying to find this girl in the <laughs> and park. They, and they were kind of like a little bit of comic relief, too, right? So that was kind yeah. of interesting because uh, the girls kind of had a, a giggle about how weird those guys were and they kind of had the same as well. So interesting little sort of uh, relief of tension for the movie. Mm -hmm. Probably not a bad idea. That worked out nicely. It was okay. It was good. I think we should give it up. I don't think you're going to find the endings. I'm I'm looking at other stuff. <laughs> you're like, well, I'm thinking about other shows that I want to do. <laughs>
Now, I was trying to see if I could find any other, uh, you know, tidbits. Like, you know, of course, like in most holiday horror movies, a lot of the snow that you got to see in in Black Christmas was not real. Wait, what wasn't real? The the blood? No, the snow. So. The snow. Oh, the snow. You know, it, it wasn't like shredded diapers like in uh, in Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> shredded diapers. I must have taken so many goddamn diapers. What a waste. And of course, see what else? you did have multiple voice. Like it was actually more than one person on the phone calls too. And the original? Mm-hmm. I thought that he was just sort of changing his voice, but we're thinking that so that there were two killers in the original as well. No, but just the the effect. Oh, you it mean was like two people talking to four? Billy. Oh, okay. I thought mm-hmm. you meant in the story, but in the story, we're still saying it was just Billy. That's what I thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because most of like the POV shots were just you know, obviously from the cameraman playing the killer, but I'm pretty sure like the director Bob Clark was actually voicing all the phone calls too. Whoa! I just can't remember who the the second person of that was. I was gonna say uh, I I thought it was funny that in the remake they replaced the character of the uh, concerned father with concerned estranged attractive older sister. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I approve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not bad at all. And also, uh, the, the majority of those actresses I recognized, and they're are decent actresses. So I thought, you know, the, the remake did have um, a decent investment, both in how they cast uh, in the story and um, in the production value of the movie. So I think overall, it's a, it's a pretty good movie, man. I enjoyed it. It's um, it's a lot more over the top. The original is a little bit more subtle and, and cooler in that way. But um, I think if you're going to make a remake of a, of a classic like that, you got to go over. You got to go big because you can't go home. Yeah, I, I think the best kind of like parallel you can have between just kind of like the difference and of style and also just up and up the level of kills and the gore of the movie. You know, it reminded me a lot of the Sorority Row remake that they did. Oh, yeah? Because uh, that one has some really awesome kills. It has a lot of beautiful younger females ac- actresses in the movie, too, which also helps. Because, uh, like, re- with this remake, the only thing I really remembered about it outside of the kills was that... Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winsett was in the movie. Outside of that, I couldn't really remember anything. Mm, I see. Okay. But, you know, so both, two, both remakes, both remakes for, you know, Sororo and this have really good kills. Good job, guys. Good job. All right. So what do you think? What's Which one's your favorite? Original or remake? You know, I, I still prefer the original, but this is one of those remakes that I I think is one of the better ones out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're talking about, like, making something for a new generation, whether they know it's a remake or not, like, this is a perfectly good standalone movie. Because, you know, nowadays, not everything has to be so, like, mysterious in regards to, like, the, the backstory of the killer. You know, I, I, I get the whole wanting to, like, not really have that because it makes things feel like that much more personal or just intense or it makes it more scary for the person or whatever. But there are people who do like to have that sort of backdrop to get a better understanding. Hell, that's why so many people love, you know, true crime. <laughs> you know, people are obsessed with true crime. 
Me. I'm obsessed with true crime. <laughs> a lot. I watched like a lot five of different people. videos about cults yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch movies about cults one of these months, okay? Because I like them. I like them a lot. And I don't know how people get involved with cults. And they just seem like such a bad idea. Don't do it. I mean, you were telling me about one story in San Francisco. <laughs> that was the closest thing. Well, let's let's see. Is there a phobia for cults? I'm sure there is. There's yeah. There's gotta be. Look it up. Let's do it. Well, there's this. Uh, I mean, I don't want to divert too much away from Black Christmas, but I I just read about um, Strong City in New Mexico. Shoot, that one's creepy. And then a really crazy one in the '70s in Canada. Ooh. Uh, the Ant Hill Kids. It was they're just they're just insane stories, and so uh, you know made me want to watch movies about cults, mm -hmm. cults and hoes. <laughs> Wait, that's <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so, you know, looking at the phone calls of the original, too, uh, you know, a lot of it was edited into the film during post-production. Uh, but, you know, as I mentioned, like, Bob Clark was the one off-camera uh, doing a lot of the speaking for the dialogue. Damn, Bob Clark. Uh, for, so you know, threatening. And it's like, man, you know, you're supposed to feel safe under, uh, you know, the movie productions underneath this uh, director. And, you know, he's he's the one making all the obscene calls. Yeah, there was... Ugh. Sorry, they were they were really good, and in fact, uh, I was surprised how um, how worked up I got about the the final big scene of the original where the mm -hmm. cop is, is trying to get through to the house, and he gets his like um, somebody works under him to to call him to call Jess and tell her to get out of the house, and he's like, "If you fuck this up, I swear!" <laughs> and then he fucked it up. Of course he does, because he's the he, cop. Oh. He's the cop that nobody takes seriously. That's why the boyfriend just barges in there. And starts cussing the guy out, like you know, it's like, look at this chuckle fuck. He doesn't know what the heck he's doing. Why are why why aren't you guys doing anything to protect her? And you know, like yeah. case in point, you know, the the nymph of the the co-weds, Barb, the drunk, uh, goes in, and you know, he's trying to you know figure out like you know what's going on, you know, you know what what's the uh, you know the address and you know there's this whole back and forth about oh, fellatio yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's like you know could you give me the number at the sorority house and she's like yeah you know sure it's uh fellatio 20880 you know it's a new exchange fe uh, and he's like oh you know that's that's a new one how how do you spell it uh so she's like you know capital f e you know and then little L-L-A-T-I-O. And then, you know, later, you know, the other cops are just cracking up about this because they see it. And they're like, okay, so let me get this straight. One of the college girls came in and gave you fellatio. <laughs> and the guy is like, yep. And the whole time, the, the guy at the desk is just like losing his shit. <laughs> and then he just turns around and he's like, oh, it's it's something dirty, isn't it? <laughs> oh man yeah <laughs> yeah the original still still king I liked it I liked it more <laughs> oh man but yeah in the, in the original too like you know I, I, I like the, the, the grumpy dad it's like you know I didn't send my kid here to you know drink and 
make out with boys. And, you know, the whole time I'm just thinking, like, what? Sir, sir, it's, sir college. it's college. Like, what? You, you think a lot of people are here to study? No, they're here to uh, experience. Cut loose. <laughs> yeah, that too. Among other things. Sure, there's <laughs> there might be some studying, but, you know, that's not that's not the top priority. It is not. For a lot of people. In retrospect, I remember thinking, like, wow, I wish I'd studied harder. But at the time, that's <laughs> not what I was thinking about at all. Absolutely. All right, so all in all, the original is still holding up really well. Remake, <laughs> very good in its own right. Perfectly fine, standalone. Perfectly um, serviceable. But, but yeah, yeah, we're going with the original. There you go, guys. Or in a degree, it's on this one. Yeah, let us know if we're, if we're wrong or if you've got another opinion, but that's where we're at. Absolutely. Next week. Next week is going to be interesting because this is a, a movie that uh, is hard to stomach uh, for females because of the. Oh, I'm a female. Because of the the matter of what happens in the movie, because uh, it's a home invasion type movie called Inside, which is part of that uh, new French extreme wave. Uh, that was like a alongside like Martyrs and Frontier. And... Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it just because, I mean, one of the reasons I, I like living in a one bedroom apartment is I can basically see through my entire home, quote mm -hmm. unquote home, from one of the rooms. You know, it's it's, it's going to be hard to home invade me because I can just take two steps and, and cover that door or window you were thinking about coming through. I don't got a big old house, I'm trying to say. Yeah, so Inside Release in 2007. This was directed by Julian Mori and Alexandre uh, Bastillo. And this movie is one of my favorite, like, foreign horror movies. Uh, oh, it's, not, okay. it's one of those movies that takes place on Christmas. It's not, like, super Christmassy. Uh, but, you know, it's set around the holidays. It It's kind of, like, reminiscent... It would be like in the same category as like P two for like holiday. Oh, okay. Uh, well, it's, just, it's almost a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, it just happens to fall on the day. Uh, but it's it's a really different take on home invasion, and the gore in it, although like there's not a lot when there is gore, <laughs> is boy, oh fantastic. Boy. So I cannot wait to That's show you this it. movie. And uh, of course, for our patrons. Will also be to win a commentary track for the short film Treevenge, which will also be recorded next week. Next week after the uh, the Inside episode, and I cannot wait to show you that one too because that is just an absolutely fun little like sixteen minute movie. Oh, good! That I was is like, a great oh, way. How late is this going to turn into next week? No, no, it's, <laughs> it's a short one. Thank you. Awesome. I was going to do it anyway, boss. Yeah. By the way, Joe says he's upset that you're making me work on Christmas week. Just let it be known. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> I am dedicated. <laughs> I I didn't twist your arm to be here. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we could have we could have just released something else or okay. recorded some other time. But yeah, inside next week that will cap off all of our holiday horror, and then in January. As I mentioned last week, we'll be uh, doing some phasmophobia stuff with some J-horror uh, ghost stories, which is going to be exciting. So we'll have to figure out what the plan of attack is on that. Who knows? Maybe we'll have some more verses because, you know, there's some pretty damn good remakes of uh, 
some of those Japanese movies that we'd be talking about. Ooh, that would be fun. And then, of course, you know, there's a lot of other stuff that has happened with this franchise. It's like, you know, there's like Netflix series for The Grudge. Oh, yeah. You know, things like that. that. You know, we got the Samara appearing in Dead by Daylight here in March or April or whatever they announced that. Mm-hmm. Which is also interesting uh, crossover to see. And then, of course, we actually had like a like a versus movie with like the rain and the grudge as well that released in Japan. There's a lot of stuff of going on. Yeah, I don't Holy shit. I don't know if it was good, <laughs> but, you know, you, you Japan know. is usually good. Is I trust true. Japan. <laughs> My money's on Japan. <laughs> all right well holly i think it's about time we wrap yes. things up for tonight so if you guys are looking to contact the show of course you can do so in a number of different ways uh if you want to directly support us we do have a patreon page uh where we have tier starting at just one dollar a month you can earn all sorts of perks at patreon.com slash handle with scare i can also find us on instagram at handle with scare pod as well as youtube uh, and you can tweet at us on Twitter at Handle with Scare and contact us via email at Handle with Scare pod at gmail.com. But for now, let's get Happy to do it for us here tonight on <laughs> Handle with Scare. Hope everyone has a wonderful Christmas. Hopefully, uh, yeah, we're not going to have a white Christmas here. You know, the weather has no. been weird, but, you know, it was like 60 like five days ago. So, you know, I can't tell what's happening anymore in Chicago. It's drunk. <laughs> That sounds good. I mean, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's a thing. Like, it was warmer here than it was in uh, in California for, like, a day. That's true. And, that was nuts. Uh, that'll probably be the only time, but enjoy your holidays. Travel safe if you are traveling, and we'll see you guys back next week when we talk inside. We'll see you then. Bye. <laughs>